Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. The Tech Feed. The Tech Feed. With Andy Wells. Amazon has rolled out the latest Echo Smart Display, the third-generation Echo Show 10. So what does it bring to the world of smart displays and what's new and useful about it? Well, joining me today to chat is Kate Burley, who's the country manager for Amazon Alexa and Devices. Hi, Kate. Hi, nice to meet you again, Andy, after all these years. You too. Now, before we get on to the new Echo Show 10, what does the current lineup of Echo Smart Speakers and Screens look like? There's quite a few, right? Yeah, there are. And I mean, we've really reimagined the look of the Echo range, starting from the Echo Dot, which is now takes on a physical, the physical size of, say, a cricket ball or a baseball. It's a little round spherical um, design, which gives you like really fantastic sound and everything people like in that entry level product. Then there's the classic Echo, which is a larger, like the size of a medium sized ball. Um, again, up from the Echo Dot. Um, larger, allowing for much better sound and audio and all the things that people love with Alexa just in that bigger form factor. Then we've still got the screen devices, which is the Echo Show 5, the Echo Show 8, um, which as the name suggests, mean that you've got a five-inch screen or an eight-inch screen. And today we're, of course, talking about the all-new Echo Show 10. One version of the Echo Dot you didn't mention is the Echo Dot Clock. And both my kids have that in their bedroom, and it's a, it's a fantastic uh, little device. Yeah, it is a good one, actually. Yeah, some people like having the screen like with, as a bedside clock, and some people just want the speaker but still want that LED display with the clock. So it sounds like your kids are fans of that. Yeah, absolutely. So the, uh, the Alexa-powered screen at my place at the moment is the Echo Show 8, which you just mentioned as well. Um, it sits quite happily on the, the bedside table. Uh, so if I'm getting my hands on the Echo Show 10, apart from a larger screen, what am I getting? Yeah, well, the main thing that you're getting with the Echo Show screen is actually the ability for the screen to move with you. Um, and we can talk about that. We might have to describe it for your listeners because yeah. it's one of those things that they, they don't... They can't see it in front of them, but the idea of um, the screen being able to orientate to where your voice is and move as you move is the really new innovative feature of the Echo Show 10. So let's say I've got it set up in my kitchen. And as you know, if you're moving around the kitchen, you might be going to the, the cupboard or to the bench or or over to the sink or whatever. And if I'm, uh, say, doing a video call or, or something on the device or or, or watching, a, uh, say, I'm watching some YouTube videos or some Netflix or whatever, it will follow me based on it being able to see and or hear me? Yes, actually following um, the aspect of your voice um, and where you're coming from. So a little bit like if I said your name, um, and you had your back to me, you might turn around because you hear your name, Andy. In this case, if I say Alexa, she'll turn around and orientate to where, where she's um, identifying that voice is coming from. Was the, the way that other Echo Show devices, the way that they were being used, has that given some inspiration to how the Echo Show 10 now has this new ability to, to follow the user? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's one of those products that you sort of think, oh, maybe I don't need it until I have it, and then you can't live without it. You know, And that's what we think the Echo Show 10 is going to become. But it did sort of infer our designs, um, hearing from our customers. You mentioned earlier that you had um, an Echo Show 8, I think you said, as a bedside. Yeah. And in that case, it's pretty static because, you know, you're probably lying in the same position um, in the bedroom when you wake up you want to look over your shoulder at the alarm clock, you know what time it is, time to get up and go. You're not necessarily moving that device around a lot. But when you're in a open plan kitchen or a lounge room setting, which so many of us have, 
what we notice with the bigger screen devices is someone might be in the kitchen, another person could be in another, in the sitting room that might be adjacent. Uh, this screen's big enough that you could be in the other room and say, oh Alexa, what's the weather like tomorrow? And the screen will then orientate to the person in the other part of the room um, and turn around and not only answer what the weather's gonna be, but also put up maybe the weather chart for the next five days weather so that you can see um, what's gonna happen with the weather. For example, you can take that to more of an extreme once you're watching a video or following the news or, or richer content, but that's just a simple example. With the way you've described it then, it seems like a waste if you just had it sitting on your, your bedside table where you may not be moving around. It is better for those sort of open areas. I think it is probably better. I mean, the customers will always surprise us. I mean, we know a lot of people have them in their work sheds, for example, not the show 10 because they've only just launched that, but, you know, they love having their hands and busy with tools and it's great to be able to say, um, Alexa, listen to a podcast or something like that. So I never would have thought about people putting Alexa in their work sheds, but that's what they're doing. Um, I think physically the size of the Echo Show 10 lends itself to being in a bigger space. We've imagined it. Um, on a coffee table or on a table by a couch or on a kitchen bench type of setup where you're maybe in a shared space where there's more than one or two people in that space. It's perhaps a little bit big to sit on a bedside table and, mm. it, and it probably does more than you would you need it to be able to do in that bedside setting as well. Um, but who knows, people might like it there as well. Just just depends on different usage models. So do you think then that this um, lends itself to some uses may not have been considered for other uh, Alexa screen devices? I think that the main one is um, video conferencing um, for peer-to-peer. -peer. So one of the things that I'll be doing right away is getting one of these devices for my mother as well. And, you know, I'll give her one because I'm a nice daughter. <laughs> that will allow me to then video conference with her and I can say, Alexa, call mum. Um, and when she calls mum, she can give me permission and we can drop in on each other and start having a chat. Um, really nice thing about the Echo Show 10 is if I've got my kids in that call as well, um, you know, the families in the call, the screen will pan in and pan out and put the family in the centre of the picture. So it's really easy for her to have a video conference um, with us or, you know, a chat, you know, a fun informal catch-up. We're all in the frame. We can all chat and she can see us much more easily than trying to FaceTime or hold her phone up and, you know, everyone mucking around trying to squeeze into the picture. So that's one of the usage models that was imagined pre-COVID. I mean, as you can imagine, this, this product's been on, on the design table for some time, but it couldn't have launched at a time in history where more people have realised how effective video conferencing can be. And sort of going back to the Echo Show 8, I mean, I wouldn't have considered using that for entertainment, probably because it's on my bedside table and it's kind of to the side and I'd be kind of, well, I've got a TV in front of me anyway in the bedroom. So do you feel that the larger screen also lends itself to uh, to things like streaming Prime Video or Netflix? Yeah, I think in our house, in my house in particular, and I think other customers will be the same, this could become a sort of second screen in your device, in your house. So you might have a TV in your main living room, but if you, say, had this set up on your kitchen bench, I could say, Alexa, open ABC iView, watch a movie on Prime, watch a movie on Netflix ask my favourite movie and it would just come up. And now I've got a second 10-inch screen that I can watch some content on that I, I might not otherwise watch in that position. A lot easier than setting up a laptop, a lot easier than just sort of playing around with other devices. And I can just ask. But then when I don't want to watch a movie 
I can then engage with Alexa to do a whole lot of other things I like. And in the kitchen, that might be asking for recipes um, and having a recipe up on that nice big screen, nice and clear. I don't have to scroll with my messy hands um, to find out what the next step is. I can just say, Alexa, move to the next step of the recipe, for example. And we know that would lend itself to the kitchen setting for sure. And that large screen, uh, does it also lend itself to uh, there being an upgrade on sound quality? With this, I mean, the sound quality is like we have speakers in the screen and also in the main physical body of, of the Echo device as well. Fantastic, crisp, crisp sound, really strong basses, nice, bright, high notes as well. So even just listening to music, mm. this device, you could switch the screen off and have like one of the highest quality speakers you could imagine having um, all just by asking Alexa to sort of sync with Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, whatever your favourite streaming music service is. Alexa plays pretty nice with all of them. Now, let me just jump back to the camera feature there, talking about video conferencing there before. I know some people are a little bit self-conscious about uh, or paranoid <laughs> when it comes to cameras in their smart devices. If I don't want to use the camera, if I don't want the camera to see uh, at any time, is it easy to, to shut off or, or cover? Yeah, it is really easy, actually. I mean, with all these things, we want to put the customer in as much control as possible. So you can opt to turn the camera off and you can do that digitally just by turning the camera off um, with the digital setting. We've also put a physical barrier there. So it's got a simple little slider that you can slide across um, the camera just for that extra peace of mind because sometimes people like to know that there's a double physical barrier there. Um, just in case they need it. As with all Echo products, people can ask, you know, Alexa, you know, what have you heard or are you streaming to the cloud at present? Um, and just understand the current state um, of their device. And that applies not just to video, but also to sound as well. So yeah, we've done a lot of work in that area, Andy. It's one of the things that our customers told us that they wanted more peace of mind around. So now if you go to the Alexa Privacy Hub, you can find out everything that we've done just to give customers that extra peace of mind. The Tech Beat will now terminate. Visit techdaily.com.au. Well, I'm looking forward to checking out the new Echo Show 10. Uh, I believe it's available now through amazon.com.au. Will we also see it in uh, retail stores? Yeah, you'll see it online at JB Hi-Fi at present. Check it out there. Check it out at amazon.com.au. And we're sure the product's going to be really popular. So we'll keep on looking at where else we should make it available for our customers as we go. Kate, thanks so much for your time. Thanks very much, Andy.